Welcome to the new Teacher Talk podcast. We are helping you find your passion, learn your craft, and share your successes. Welcome, everybody. How is it going, Pablo? It is going really well. Episode number 32, <laughs> one of my favorite numbers of all time. Magic Johnson, right? Boom! <laughs> Boom! You got it. You got it. All right. So let me ask you, Wes, what's yes. on the docket, sir? You know what? Today's topic is how to protect yourself from teacher burnout. And uh, we, we have a lot of experience with this, having lived uh, a great number of years in education. And we have or some tips and tricks. just lived a great number of years. Yeah. We're on the older side of things. Oh, yes, we are. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. We it's haven't okay. burnt out yet. <laughs> it's okay. No. We are still here. We're here for the kids. But and the new teachers. Before well said. Yeah. Before we dive in, uh, please go to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and review. Share your thoughts with us. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. Uh, but we appreciate uh, that that uh, effort you make to go reach out to us. If you do that, leave your Instagram name or handle. We'll give you a shout out or Twitter or whatever. Don't put your credit card numbers up there, for goodness sakes. No, but if you want to be anonymous, you can do that too. But we'd love to just know who you are because we love you. Yeah. I actually haven't looked at our ratings and reviews in a while, so I'm just going to pull that up while we get started. um, See if there's anything new uh, on on there. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. 18. 18 five-star reviews. That's not bad. It's not bad. It's not, it's bad. not bad. We can get it up there. Let's go, people. We can All right, do get better. over there. If you want to stop right now, and if you're listening to this on iTunes, just hit the five stars. We'd love you. Okay, we're going to get started now. Uh, protect yourself from teacher burnout. Right. So when you proposed this topic, I thought, what is the opposite of burning out? Because there are protective, Ooh, good. protective measures you can do that are just going to slow it down or, or yeah. kind of... Uh, hold it at bay but i i thought what what are the proactive things that you could do that would end up being 20 25 30 years into your career you're you're the opposite of a burnout you're you're somebody who's full of life and vitality and uh you have more and more to give i think i don't know if this is the opposite but it's the old adage of lifelong learning or continue to learn Because Mm -hmm. I think if you're, I'll just look at it that way. If you're doing the opposite of that, then it's like you're not learning anything and you're just kind of stuck in the mud. True. I don't know if that answers your question completely. I think you can be somebody who's not learning and not burnt out. Like you can be just, you're, you're holding the status quo. You're not burnt out, but you're not, you haven't changed in years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was, maybe I'm, I'm not listening, right? Because I I was thinking, what's the opposite? Burnout to me means you are going to quit teaching because you're out of energy, you're out of motivation. Yeah, you're done. But I think you could be somebody who never changes, never learns anything new, does the same old lesson plans year after year. And you can be happy and you can be a good teacher, um, and That's you can questionable. Also, you can That's also, questionable. <laughs> I, I, I need a mallet. Uh, a gavel. A gavel. That's it. Pablo's here striking an invisible gavel. Order. Order. You've said something that's heinous. I, something that's no, I just, heretical. I, I, either I don't understand it, which is probably the case. Yeah. Or I really not disagree, but I'm like, no. That, yeah. I, I, I think that's in between, though. I don't think that answers your question either. True. You said yes. either, but I was like, I think that's in the middle. Yeah. Like, that's somebody that's... 
yeah. trudging along, yeah. sure, and and yes, but they might... I don't want to belittle that because you can be you can be happy and a good teacher and never grow. I mean, you can be. I don't think it's the best state. I don't think it's the best state. I'm not thinking that, but I'm just thinking, how happy can you be if you just don't grow at all? It just, maybe you're Hmm. small-minded. I don't know. Me? I'm just kidding. I I, I know that's not what you meant, but it sounded good. I'm thinking, like, you can just be content, (laughs) and you have a family, and you have a fulfilled life in your other areas, and your your profession isn't... Maybe you weren't meant to be a teacher, and you were just doing an okay uh, job. I get that, but you, you, we're and getting, again, I'm using we you. We are getting off topic. No, no, we're, we're on topic. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going off. Okay, All right. you, in terms of the people out there yeah. in education, help us spend a lot of time at the school site. Yes. Would it be fair that yes. most people get there at least by seven? Right. Sure. Again, if you're that yeah, flailing yeah. teacher, you're probably getting there right when the bell rings, seven thirty, <laughs> whatever. And leaving right at the bell. But usually you're getting there before yeah. and you're staying after. Yeah. And in some sure. cases, you're there longer than you are at home in your yeah. happy place, if you will. That's true. So I just can't believe that you're still okay and happy. For And I'm not talking about your home life. Yeah. That you're happy at work. Yeah. And you're not growing at all. And you just do yeah. that for 30 years. I just think you're unhappy at some point. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. That, I, I, and I would argue you just don't know what happiness is. Uh, You've no, settled. No. Because you can tell it in like, no, I don't want to do that. I mean, that that's, you know, you'll you'll sense it. You'll know it. You'll yeah. feel it. And that's a good point. I think what we're questioning yeah. here is the nature of happiness, which is another topic. Oh, that's a different topic. That's a different topic. But how do you protect okay. yourself from right. just not but, feeling yeah. good when you're out? Like, uh, yeah. you're doing a job, regardless yes. of teaching, you're a firefighter, you're whatever. Yeah. When you All know right. you're yes. not feeling anymore and yes. you're thinking of other things, then there's a certain certain burnout yep. there and you Absolutely. want to do something else. Okay. So I went and I researched life, vitality, biology, and I came up with some concepts that you uh, you see in other fields like okay. biology. Okay. Um, so for uh, and I'll just take one reproduction. Okay. Things that are alive reproduce. If you're an alive teacher, a vital teacher, I posit, I hypothesize, I would argue that you are then creating other people who want to be teachers because you are full of life and love and passion and enjoyment. And it's affecting other people. I think if you are the opposite of burnout, you're going to be spreading seeds that uh, make people want to do what you're doing because they see it as fulfilling and enjoyment, uh, enjoy, enjoyful. Mm-hmm. No, nope. sure. Enj- yeah, enjoyable, it, it enjoyable. So, um, and I have, uh, I think five or six other categories, but, but what do you think? Let's lean into that a little bit because oh, I we like talk, that. We let's talk. lean into that a little. <laughs> I like that. We're, we're talking about burning out a little bit here, right? Yeah. And burnout means that you're just, you're becoming disinterested yes. in the profession that you're in or yeah. what your day in, day out. You're you know, losing schedule. energy. Yes, you're, you're losing, losing interest. But there's some catalyst to that. So yeah. I pulled up a oh. couple things that also yeah. don't help. It's not just you. Yeah. There's oh. the environment that you're in. And, and maybe we'll just go kind of back and forth. Okay. But one of them is a challenging work condition, mm. which could be yeah. um, the students that you have. That yeah. they're, It's just that group of kids is a challenge. Yeah. I think, I think you should know that when you go to, if you're going to be a teacher, 
There's going to be challenging they're times, gonna, and you're going to get gonna a, put students in your classroom. Yeah, they're and, and you know, more than one. They're all and they're people, all different. They're all di- thank <laughs> you. But that's just one thing. It could be the yeah. area that it's in. Could be it your could administrator. Just be their, your district is not supportive, and I think that's on the list as well. But yeah. it could be a lot of those things. So I'm just I want to acknowledge that some of the burnout yeah. could be caused by extraneous circumstances. And I don't. You know, Which I don't is okay. Want, I don't like you should, yeah. ide- but yeah. identify those things and right. know, like absolutely. So I don't want to get too personal, but people we know, people in our vicinity, maybe sure. even in our families, sure, um, been teaching a while, mm-hmm. and they maybe recently had a year that was not the greatest year. Absolutely, it, it was like a challenging yeah. work condition. So, but with maturity, with insight, with this podcast, <laughs> you can then know to look at that and go, that's one criteria. That's not who I am. Exactly. It's not my whole identification with the profession. And maybe then you can do something about it without quitting teaching. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's part yeah. of. That's um, good. That's a good article. Yeah. Go on. Why don't you go on with the, the next next thing? Or, oh, the next criteria. There okay. You go. That's the actual word. Criteria. So, so I think and we actually, I think, talked about this in the maybe it was earlier in this show, but I feel like it was the last episode. Um so things that are alive adapt. They adapt to the environment. They respond to the environment. And so if you find yourself not reacting to what's happening around you, not reacting to your colleagues, not reacting um, to your students, um, not adapting, not changing, that's a that's a warning sign that you're you're not learning and growing and you're you're headed towards burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually this, this proves your point. It was earlier in this podcast. You're saying you can't be happy and do the same thing over and over and over and not learn and grow. That's part of happiness. So I just, I disproved my own point earlier. (laughs) I like ding. (laughs) Ding. (laughs) So yeah, the idea is, um, living things, part of being alive and being vital and having vitality is you react to the environment. And so, um, that that should be something that's part of your professional work life is you don't insulate yourself. You don't isolate yourself. Sure. There's community. There's connections. Um, there's um, a give and take. Like it, being a teacher is an organic uh, state. You should react and roll with uh, the changes to your environment. No, I, so if you don't react. So here, here's an example. So what if and here's a survey. Yeah. Uh, an NEA survey of classroom teachers that 72% replied they felt moderate or extreme pressure to increase test scores mm-hmm. from both school and district administrators. So that's one mm-hmm. of the burnouts is they're not, they want to quit because testing and data collection yeah. seem to be at the forefront. So, but to your point, why can't you get with, I think that that's 72%. So now you're left with what? 38% of people. 28, Pablo. 28, 28% of people. <laughs> I just want to see if you would. No, I was paying attention. Yeah, yeah. You got me. Uh, 28% of uh, the population at your school, that's who you have to go find and, and figure out what their mojo is to get through and mm. and then to get on the other side of that. Yeah. And, and that's, so that's hard, though, but that's hard to find. Yeah, that's an interesting point because feeling pressure around testing. I would argue the point about being adaptable or uh, responding to your environment. If you literally have no reaction to the testing pressure, I mean, maybe that's not healthy. Like you should, you should adapt and you should either 
like you might fight it and go, that's not what's best for kids. What's right. best for the kids is this. I'm responding. Um, I don't think you should just kind of go, mm, okay, whatever they tell us to do. Right. You know, that that's somebody who's headed towards burnout because there's no connection or reaction to, to what's happening in right. the work I think environment. A, I think a perfect example is this, the, especially about the last five, six years of, of my classroom experience. And by the way, I was a math teacher. So I really feel <laughs> bad fine. about the whole 28 and 38 thing. Uh, <laughs> You're fine. It's just a mechanic. It's just a fluke. SMH here. Okay. But um, the idea was that testing was at the forefront. And I understood that. And many teachers would say, yeah, you have to, you know, use the, um, the multiple choice test. You got to use the bubble test. So they get used to the test. And I'm right. like, no, I don't need to do that. Mm. I was very reflective. I, I can yeah. do something about this. I can get my, and we spoke about this a little bit in the last uh, episode or podcast episode about just getting, if I can just get my kids ready and be critical thinkers, they're going to be just fine. Yeah. Right. You can teach them the basics, the skills, but it's the application that really matters. And that's what I'm going to focus on as much as I can. And so that being said, that was my way of saying, no, that's, that's not right. I'm still going to do what's good for the kid. I still want, yes. I still want them to pass the test and do well, but it wasn't to get them a bigger number. I just want them to be better human beings overall, but yeah, be critical thinkers and be evaluative of them themselves and their environment around them. Well said. Thanks. (laughs) Still thinking about the 28, man. All right. I'm over it. I'm going to, I'm going to get over that. Uh, yeah, what's uh, the next thing okay. on your, I don't even have the language. Yeah, again. so, so uh, another, um, and this is related uh, related to the last point, but uh, another thing that people who are alive uh, do. Alive is uh, good. Uh, <laughs> or like in biology or botany, uh, a sign of vitals, vital signs is growth and change. So this is uh, straight from like a biology textbook, uh, becoming different than what you are in the past. The only things that don't do that are dead things like a rock. You know, a rock mm. can get weathered and eroded, but a rock is never going to then become, you know, a, a better rock. It's just going to be the same rock. But a blade of grass, it grows, it gives shade, it gives um, an environment where other animals or insects can, you know, hunt or forage. Okay. So as teachers, we should grow and change. And that's actually a sign that you're combating burnout. Mm, I like that. Tell me more. I like that. No, I, I, <laughs> I totally like that was the that's what we were talking. Teachers need yes. that growth so they feel something inside. Yeah, it's kind of I don't know. Uh, just just here's a hack. Just trying to get my day started. Right. We've talked about this a lot yeah. in terms of getting our day started, conquering the day, winning the day. And this morning, for one of the first times in a long time, I said I'm going to do that whole Tim Ferriss or whoever Chase Jarvis or whatever is I'm going to get in that cold shower, at least oh, for the first it. 30 seconds. You yeah, yeah, I got to the hot real quick, but <laughs> got in there for about 30 seconds. I'm like shivering. It's to get your day going. It really yeah. did like get my heart rate going. Yeah. And that that that's changed. But that I'm that, so proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> you should at least try it once. Uh, it took me back to my days at Yosemite as a seventh grader. Because all they had was cold water. Cold you had to water. take a shower. Yeah. But but putting so changing would be putting mm. kids uh, kids best interest at heart. And that's why some mm. teachers tend to burn out because mm. they feel like their school district isn't putting the kids best interest mm-hmm. at heart. That blade of grass. They are that blade of grass, so yeah. to speak. 
They're going to grow. What can you do as a district to help them grow and not focus again on test scores yeah. or the things that they really don't yeah. matter when we're trying to, you know, raise a human being, Yeah, you know, in and out of class, in and out of, of the classroom. How tough that is just one human being. And then a class full, everyone has different needs, different interests, different aptitudes, different challenges. So a, a school, a district, a classroom is always going to have to be adapting and changing and growing yeah. because the students in front of uh, the teacher or spending time in that learning environment are different. And you're not going to have the solution dialed in from year to year or even month to month. So it, if you are going to look out for the student's best interest, you're going to have to do uh, something new and different uh, on the regular. You're going to have to be searching. No one has it dialed in and solved. And again, and just to bring us back to our objective is to bring light on how to protect yourself yeah. from burnout. Yeah. Not just say, it's there, it's going to happen, <laughs> quit today. Yeah. No, So on the contrary. Yeah, one of the things we say is, um, you know, the power of yes, saying saying yes to opportunities. So growth and or, change. Or like you said, yeah. when to say no, that's part of... Yeah, the maturation sure. process, like it might not behoove you to right. do that extra thing either. So it correlates, but I, I know it's the antithesis yeah. of what you were saying. I was just speaking to saying yeah, yes yeah, to yeah, something yeah. that can yeah, promote growth or change. Yeah. But there is, there is the, the, the other side. Thank you for bringing that bringing that up. Just one other thing I'll, I'll share mm-hmm. is um, all living things have something called homeostasis or balance. Mm-hmm. So like you can think of blood pressure. um, Things like, um, what's another example of balance? I mean, like water. Well, I was going like, to say water. Yeah, being hydrated, you need enough um, of va- vitamins, you need enough food. But there's a balance. Everything in the life cycle, there's there's give and take, there's input, and there's output. Um, you can't always give, 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 give right. as a teacher. Um, that's, a, that's a sign that you're on the road to burnout. And so you have to think, like, uh, how do you protect yourself from burnout is... Teachers give a lot. So how do you how do you give to yourself or how do you make sure you're um, nurtured and fed? And we've talked about self-care um, here and there along the, the podcast. Uh, I was going to say journey, the podcast journey. <laughs> it's been uh, a journey. Yeah, it's been a good one. Yeah, it's been a good one. We're back. Ooh, do you have a story um, to share? So I have a little story. And I, cool. I, I was actually um, I was actually trying to find a story of. This one gentleman, uh, he taught for five years. I can't, he, it was early on in blog posts when they were popular, I think in the late nineties or early Mm -hmm, mm 2000s, but, um, it struck, it struck a chord in me because I read his, his blog and he was writing why this will be my last year of teaching. Mm. And essentially because he just, all the things we already mentioned, he was burnt out. He didn't feel like. Um, the education system was a supportive one, and he felt like within his classroom, he couldn't do the things that he really wanted to do for kids. He just felt stuck. Yeah. And I, and and it's too bad, but he felt like his only option was to quit and, and go off into a different career. I'm not sure what he went off to, and I, I hope he's happy, but I found another article while searching for that, and um, I think it's on the uh, website Teaching Teaching on Less uh, by Casey Morris, mm-hmm. her name is. And so she did quit. 
quit teaching, oh. traditional teaching. Okay. But what she ended up finding out that teaching was something that she really cared okay. about. So in a, in essence, she came. So you can back. quit and still be a teacher. Look at that. Well, you can be this. A, well, you can be an educator, right? Yeah, yeah. And tell she, me. She said she quit for many reasons. Uh, I'll list some of them. She got to teach students. Um, well, no, what she went on to do is she got to teach students. So she went to work for a company, I mm-hmm. believe. And I think oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was trying mm. to get the name, but nonetheless, she went to work for a company that actually supported, you know, yeah. a lot of the things that she was interested in. So yeah. it made more sense to go in that environment of education. Yeah. Like an so, ed tech startup, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, she be, and, but there was a variety of things that the, I think the, the top, the title is 15 things that happened when I quit teaching, mm. but really she just went right back in education. Yeah, but, interesting. um, she got to teach students from all over the world because yeah. I'm sure that uh, essentially it was, um, based on the internet yeah. and, and yeah. uh, she became a better person. Uh, she started living to teach instead of teaching to live kind mm. of thing. Um, That's what cool. else is in here? But um, she began impacting teachers all over the world. Yeah. So she was working. That See, really that, fulfilled her. That's what I mean about that reproduction. You're you're creating other teachers. You're impacting others, developing them professionally or influencing right. them. But I think she yeah. could have found that within teaching. She mm. just didn't know how. Right. Yeah. And, maybe. Uh, but what I like with her, her number five, yeah. she has fifteen. You're, argue, you're citing your article and then arguing with her. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I be no, I am citing her article, but because I'm glad for her. Yeah. I'm glad that yeah. she's able to find. That's a great story. She began to live the life that she loved. That's cool. That, That's what and I that, want to that do. makes a lot of sense. And sometimes I I do it almost every day where I think in the back of my head of the things that. I want to do as well, but yeah. a lot of them have to do with education. So I'm trying to figure out that homeostasis, that yeah. balance. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be education all the time. Like yeah. her, she's a better uh, wife. She's a better mother now. She's saying, but and that's what cool. you need to find for yeah. yourself. What? So when we're talking about protecting yourself from burnout, mm. it might be making a decision to move into a different area of education yeah. as well. Yeah, you know, maybe you don't just stick it out for the sake of sticking it out. And we've talked about career pathways. Um, Did we do that episode? We have not. That's coming up. Just just the idea about, I mean, yes, there's a classroom teacher, but yes, you know, there's a counselor. Yes, there is a speech pathologist. Yes, there is the instructional coach. Yes, there is the assistant principal. I mean, the list, I mean, that's five in just a few seconds. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, about the type of people who make um, make schools run and make uh, learning environments that are amazing. Like uh, we're lucky to have a, a maintenance uh, director um, who's really happy. Um, he came from the private industries, never oh, worked in yeah, schools. Yeah. I mean, he has such um, pride in uh, the way that he has made our uh, learning environments shine just by the extra attention and care. And he knows that he's making a difference for kids. Um, it's great. You know, and so that that's uh, just an example of like how you can you can be a better person um, by looking for those the exact, you know, fit, I guess, for for you in in uh, education and or outside. That fits so important, especially as a new yeah. teacher. And as you're going through this journey, you really need to um, pay attention to or address things that might be bothering you. 
um, because yeah, these true. are real things. Yeah, whether you're doing teaching or whether you're in another profession, doesn't matter. Like depression is real. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just a bad day at work. If you have continuously continuous bad days, you should do something about yeah, that. You should talk, talk to, to somebody. Talk yeah, to somebody. Absolutely. Um, appetite, weight loss, fatigues, uh, you know, sleeping disorders, those types of yeah. things. Those are things that are real and can perpetuate themselves yeah. in a system that if it's non-supportive, it's yeah. going to be worse for you. So you need to identify those things and and make sure you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. And I, I just want to plug uh, one of we have a we talk about winning the day. One of the morning habits that I recommend is uh, morning pages or just a, some sort of daily journaling. Because it's hard over the course of a year or two years or five years or 10 years to keep track of like, is this how I've always felt? So um, like depression and those things, um, fatigue, and um, that can kind of creep in slowly. And then you you just feel like I'm just so busy teaching, but that that's maybe not normal, you know? And so a journal can be a way where you reflect and you can look back a year and go, wow, a year ago, I was happy. I'm totally in a different space. And why is that? And let's address it. So that's that's something I recommend is uh, some sort of regular regular journaling. Absolutely. Those affirmations are huge. They're key. Um, All right. I think uh, we're good. You want to give them a little uh, advice? Uh, Do I? (laughs) I didn't have any final words. I I think you do. I think you do. (laughs) I think you do. So, I mean, I think the, the idea is above all, you should be happy. And so tuning into your emotional state and thinking about um, that, like a lot of times we think we're giving and we're serving and um, we're taught to say, even though maybe inside it's it, we struggle with it. We're taught to say, I, I put the kids first. Sure. Uh, at some point, proper self-care is a prerequisite to putting the kids first. Absolutely. Because if you're giving them a damaged, broken, tired, crabby teacher, you're you're actually doing less for them than you could be. So proper self-care is super important. Um yeah, we, we highly recommend it. You know what? And reach out to us and contact us if if you want to talk. Talk about no, some yeah, of these we, issues. Yeah, we'd, we'd love, again, to hear from you on any of the social medias. Uh, we love to talk to you. Remember to go get us go get us that five-star. And here's <laughs> uh, and review, yeah. Yeah, which I, I was going to say, here's a call to action, but we certainly would love to hear from you outside of, uh, of iTunes um, because I think we can have that internal discussion whether it be on uh on twitter or instagram yeah Yeah. i think everybody can can benefit from it and share yeah so i think that's it we're done peace connect with us on social media at pablo and wes on twitter instagram snapchat youtube and all the podcast places on the web like itunes google play stitcher and overcast and remember to get your free special gift at pabloandwest.com slash Gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>